0: That's quite a few complicated names we've just heard. Um, It's a kind of beautiful tracing of the history from, from Jesus all the way back to his ancestors. But it is a good question as to why this was included in the Gospels. Why did the Gospel writers, Matthew and Luke has his genealogy as well, um, why did they include this? So that we can know that Jesus' great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather great was Eliezer. The Gospels have been written so that we can know who Christ is, know what he did, but most importantly, know the significance of that, who he is for us and what that means for us. And the significance then of this text in Matthew's Gospel, um, I think, is given away most evidently by the first line, because before he launches into the list of names, Matthew says, and this is the very first line of his gospel, he says, a genealogy of Jesus Christ, son of David, son of Abraham. So yes, if we're gonna understand who Jesus is, he doesn't just stand alone as a figure of history, but he comes as the son of a long line of Jews, but, of all of these fathers that have gone before him, the two most important ones to understand who Jesus is and what he's doing for us are Abraham and David. And particularly because as sons, as a son of Abraham, he stands under the promises that God made to Abraham. And as a son of David, he stands under the promises that God made to David and we know that in Jesus, those promises are fulfilled, but that's why it's important to Matthew that he, he shows that this man is, is a son of Abraham, and then what God is doing in him is the fulfillment of the promise of Abraham. So let's go back and look at what those promises were. Some, you know, between 1,500 and 2,000 years before Jesus, Abraham was was called from the land of his fathers, and and called to set out and follow God to where God wanted to, to set him up, him and his family, and to bless him. And the, the three key elements of his promise were that he would give him the land, that he would give him a land to be his own, to be God's people in, that he would bless him with many, many descendants, um, and that through Abraham, all the people would be blessed. In fact, Abraham's name... Um He was called Abraham and was called Abraham because all nations will be blessed in him. He's the Father of all nations. So we see in Jesus that he establishes for us the kingdom, that land in which we will be able to live in the fulfillment of of how God wants us to live, the fullness of life. Um, it is in Jesus that Abraham comes to have so many sons and daughters, not just the thousands who were already part of the nation of Israel, but all of us who, who become part of Christ and stand in, in his life and receive his redemption. But also, of course, that um, Jesus brings blessing to all peoples on earth, which was a radical thing from not just God's chosen people, Israel, but in Jesus, God blesses everybody. So that promise to Abraham, which would have been confusing to God's chosen people for so many years, how is God going to bless all these other pagan nations? In Jesus, that is achieved. Then let's have a look at how Jesus is the son of David. The promise made to David is really about setting up a kingship. David was, was set up as the king of all Israel, as God's chosen one to rule over his people um, as their protector and defender, as their their guider, their guide, um, and to set up a kingdom where they would have peace and and live happily. And of course, Jesus comes to be that king, that king that God had promised to David that that his son would sit on the throne forever. And now we have the son of David, who is going to reign not just for an earthly lifetime, but Jesus comes to set up His kingdom, which will reign for all time. So this is this is why Matthew goes to the the trouble of this long genealogy of setting up just who Jesus is and just the context of how God wants to move in His life, because God's already been revealing what He wanted to do in Jesus over all the centuries before with His people, and this helps us to understand who Jesus is for us, what he does and and how we can take up that life. So as we always read the scriptures and whenever we come to mass, this is our aim to know who Jesus is more and more and to understand the significance of what he does for us. So let's open up today as always to discover that more according to God's relation, to discover more and more who Jesus is for us And let's particularly open our hearts as we continue to move towards Christmas and receive the gift of Jesus once more.